I'm Paul Comfort, and on this edition of Transit Unplugged, we travel to Philadelphia and speak with Jeff Knuppel, CEO of SEPTA, the Southeast Pennsylvania Transportation Authority. It is the Philadelphia and the region around their transit system. He talks about his background and five areas of focus for SEPTA. Customer experience, employee development, reliability, SEPTA as a business, and safety and security. It's a great interview with a CEO who has worked his way up the ladder to the top spot in one of America's top transit systems. What does it mean to be a successful public transit agency? What are you doing to lead the way? It's time to learn from the top transit professionals in North America. This is Transit Unplugged with your host, Paul Comfort. I'm Paul Comfort, your host of Transit Unplugged, and today I'm in downtown Philadelphia with the CEO of SEPTA, the Southeast Pennsylvania Transportation Authority, and I'm with its CEO, Jeff Knuppel. Jeff, thanks for having us into your offices today. It's great to be talking with you, and welcome to Philadelphia. We're always happy to talk, especially me, about the services that we provide. In fact, I think you only have 30 minutes, but I'll try to I'll try to keep it tight. <laughs> well, you've got one of the biggest systems in America, uh, arguably the fifth or sixth largest overall transit system. Why don't you tell us some about the system itself? Well, it, you know, we've got a lot of different modes. We've got trolleys. We've got uh, our subway elevated service. We've got commuter rail. We have bus. We have the CCT service. I mean, we have a lot of modes. And I think what kind of makes us a little different a little different than a lot of the other agencies is that when you get to our size, sometimes the business, a little bit bigger than us, the business groups get separated out. Like if you go up to New York, you've got Metro North, you've got Long Island Rail, and they're kind of on their own. We're just able to make everything work under one management framework. And so you really get a very, very good integrated service in Philadelphia because the bus people work closely with the with the re, the commuter rail. They're, we're in the same building here. E- everything works, I think, as as a as one network, which is really great. And even as far as one network, now we're redoing our fare collection system, and we're going to have a single card that will be able to be used on all of our modes. So if you go to other cities, sometimes your regional rail is different than your work right. the, in this in the center city. So we're going to have one card, and so seamless travel across SEPTA. And I think we're right at that size where we can do all this. It does keep for a very busy day for me. I think about it. I enjoy what I've doing. I've been here 30 years now. Wow, that's something. So tell us about your career. How'd you end up as CEO of the fifth or sixth largest transit system in America? Well, always had an interest in rail transportation. And um, actually a structural engineer by trade. And so for a long time here at SEPTA, I was on the, the front lines of our battling our aging infrastructure. Just kind of worked along, along. And then uh, about 2012, uh, I became deputy general manager and now had operations as well as the uh, infrastructure side of our business here. And then uh, kind of moved into the general manager's seat when uh, Joe Casey left and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was nice being deputy before being general manager. It gave me a lot of time uh, to put things in place on the operations side 
so that when I became general manager, it was, it was kind of the way I wanted things. So it's been a good, busy career here for me at SEPTA. Especially, I can tell you that back in the early days, I mean, I worked endless hours. Our infrastructure was was really uh, in in sad shape, and but it's through the efforts of of our employees. I mean, unbelievable efforts over the years. We've been able to really pick the place up. Not always with a lot of money either. We've done it on the cheap for the most part. But finally, uh, there was a, a funding bill, Act 89, in uh, 2013. That's really given SEPTA a shot in the arm. So. We used to kind of go year to year. Now we're really, we can plan, we can look towards the future. So it's, it's really been uh, great at the, at, at the end of my career here to have some improved funding for capital projects and just a lot of things. There's, there's just a lot of things well, wait a minute. You on. look too young to be saying at the end of my career. Uh, <laughs> you look like you're about in the middle of your career. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I was in the uh, engineering maintenance and construction group, and by the way, I became chief engineer of SEPTA at the age of 36, which I would not wow. wish I would not wish on anybody. But when I became chief engineer at that tender age, my deputy was in his late 70s. So I was, we were an interesting combination. Yeah, so, so you, there's a still a long career ahead yeah. of you, I think. Sure. But, yeah. You know, I was thinking about the role you have. You're, the location of Philadelphia is kind of in the heart of that Washington, New York corridor that you hear about. There's a lot of stuff that comes through Philly, right? Amtrak and regional connections. And- it, it's it's really an exciting time. I'm glad you brought this up. I, like I say, I could talk all day. Yeah. But there, there's... It's really an exciting time because we have all that exciting East Coast, all these cities here, and we're kind of in the middle. And then what's really going on is that this city is still, for the most part, affordable. And that's what's pushing increases in population. And we're seeing, I think, between 2010 and 2017, we've gained 50,000 people in the suburbs and right around 50,000 people right here in the city. So. It's definitely a, a region that's that's on the move, and uh, it's an exciting time to be here. And there's, there's construction cranes everywhere. Yeah. When you, I'm sure when you came here, you saw it. The skyline of Philadelphia. Oh yeah, yeah. Is really. I, I made a bird isn't an eagle anymore. It's a yeah. crane, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I was driving in, uh, you know, or coming in the other day. No, I was I was on the train and I was looking at the, the skyline. Yeah. It's really changed over the time that I've been It's a beautiful skyline actually driving up. Yeah. I remember when I was at MTA, we were working with you on trying to close the last 20-mile gap in commuter trains. They're still uh, between, working on yeah, that. Yeah, they're still working on it. But, <laughs> but that's the kind of connection I'm talking about. You're right in the middle of it where you've got to, I remember, you know, I used to take the train to New York, 30th Street Station right here mm-hmm. in Philly. So you're the heart of it all, aren't you? Oh, we are. Yeah. We are. And you know, the thing that I'm really also excited about being general manager here is that the employees are really, they're, they're really motivated. They're really doing a great job. I've worked very closely with our frontline people for a long time. I think, you know, that, that we've come a long, long way and it, and it, it manifests itself in better customer experience. Absolutely. Uh, and, and employees that feel good about their, their jobs and, and how they're valued, that's really very, very important. So do you, you've, it sounds like you really focus on a partnership then with your frontline troops, so to speak, to make sure, how many employees do you have here? 9,500. Wow. Or so. Yeah, or so, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love to shadow our employees. I go out once a quarter and spend the entire shift. I've spent 11 hours with a bus operator out on uh, Friday night into Saturday morning on, a, on a, an exciting route. 
I'll go wherever the action is. I, I also like to go out with our cleaners a lot. I think they, they have tough jobs. I don't think that we always motivate them or appreciate them enough. So I spend a lot of time out with our cleaners. So I call it not so undercover boss. Okay, yeah. I really enjoy being with the workforce and, and it makes me a, a make better decisions. Yeah. I understand what they're going through. And just like on the show, I'll spot things that I can help them with. And, and they, they like that. I really had no idea back when I started this. I think I've gone through about 30 people in the last couple of years where I've spent, uh, you know, a whole yeah. shift with them or, or most of them a whole shift. And it's just been a wonderful experience. I didn't know how it would play. You know, sometimes the employee's a little bit quiet for the first uh, half hour, but... Now, do you let Carla Folly with a TV camera? We film we, this, or...? You know, and that's the whole point. Most of them, I we do not... You don't make a big deal do, out of it? No, because okay. it's really about me understanding their jobs. It's not about the Jeff show and getting publicity for, hey, Jeff, you know, look yeah. what Jeff's doing. It really is just about building relationships and an understanding of what our employees are doing. And, and it's been a, a phenomenal situation for me. I, I really enjoy that. You know, you get, awesome. some, yeah. you get some rough days here in right. corporate headquarters. And I, I look forward like crazy to those uh, times out with our employees. Well, you told me that you, when you came in a couple years ago as GM, that you had in place, you, you wanted to put in place five kind of priorities or your yeah. focus areas. Tell us about them and, and, and the improvements you've been able to make by focusing on those. Well, you know, like I said, a lot going on. It's a very, very busy time here at SEPTA. Our previous general manager really focused on customer service. And that was great. I mean, we needed it. A lot of it had to do with the fact that we had had so many years of of tough financial situation and, and making getting contracts done was was hard. So when when we were given a lot more financial stability, we uh, Joe Casey, previous GM, worked a lot on really getting damage kind of fixed between our our employees and our customers, and really helping our employees to feel better about about you know how we valued them. And so that started the ball rolling along. I've taken that as a still important area of focus, but, and I call it though customer experience now, our fare collection modernization, which is really, really big. I told you seamless travel, really easy pass for, for transit. That's an important situation. When we didn't have a lot of money, we were really working at a disadvantage on some of the, the real-time information systems to our customers. So we're pushing hard on that front. So those are kind of two of the customer experience issues okay. that we're dealing with that are the biggest right now. Employee development, I talked a little bit about it. I see it as two things. One, we're having a lot of retirements. I think I've replaced 25% of my workforce in the last three years. So we're really working on making sure we have talented people and workforce to go forward. There's that end of employee development, you, hiring, training. Yeah, that's an issue that I hear every CEO talking about. Can Absolutely. you dig in just a little bit on that, maybe unpack that a little bit for us, yeah, what you're doing? Yeah, you know, it, it's difficult now because as the labor market we were, is tightening. We were just talking about that. Yeah, um, I mean, it's 3.5% unemployment now. You, it's hard to get anybody. You, we really have to pay attention to this. So I was, you know, when I came in in 20. 15 as GM, right out of the gate, I knew we were going to have to pay attention to this. Right, but right. now with the labor market tightening so much. So what are you, you doing? Know, What's some specifics? Um, we've been actually 
right from the beginning. We're, we're, we're making sure that we make it as easy as possible for people to get interested and test. We've, we've redone our testing okay. uh, center and really starting the whole experience for somebody either who's trying to get into SEPTA or just been taking a position, we're really making sure that they get off to a good start. Good. Uh, like in our testing center, it used to baffle me. We were kind of like banker's hours for when you had to come in and do your uh, testing. Right. Well, now, you know, we've got night hours, weekend hours. So we're really making sure that we're flexible enough to, to really get yeah, somebody Some who's already best. got a job, yeah. they can come in exactly. after the regular job yeah. and apply. Make it yeah. easier for them to come right. over to oh, that's smart. Yeah, I think we'll be doing a lot more advertising and using our employees even to explain how these are good jobs, how long they've been here, how yeah. great it's been for their families. Like some stories about some employees. What about people who have already been here? What do you do to provide for them to continue to grow? Well, and that's what I'm, you know, I talk about retention. And that's another issue we're seeing. People are not necessarily staying as long as they used to. Some of that's kind of generational and, and a different approach to their employment and their careers. So we really need to look at all those kind of retention issues. And that's, and I call that employee engagement. And one of the things, shadowing is only one part of the thing I do. I also have breakfast for employees. I bring in both hourly and management from all my different districts and, and groups throughout the organization and really getting communication going. We've been working on a lot of things with communication because today's employee is looking for communication, absolutely. They want to be communicated to, and they want to communicate back what's going on for them. They, right. they, they don't want to have to do something that doesn't make sense for the next three years because management's not paying attention. So really that two-way communication is very important. I think we've also placed, a, and I'll talk about it later, a huge emphasis on safety. But even when you when you have strong safety programs, that really shows that you care about your workforce. It does, yes. Uh, and so all these things to make retention, to make a culture here of SEPTA that is a positive one. I just went to our company picnic at a water park on Sunday. Just nice. a lot of things yeah. that we do to make sure that employees feel valued, feel part of the team. So, yeah, it's getting them in here, but then it's retaining them. That's and right. that's where I spend a lot of time making sure that the employee experience is a good one once they're here. That's wonderful. They say that 70% of job satisfaction and engagement has to do with your relationship with your boss. So it sounds like you're, you're making that a real well, and, part of and it. Well, and I'll show up anywhere at any time. That's great. Um, I bring my general manager team out for staff meetings. So we'll have our regular staff meeting in a room somewhere at a, at a facility and then come out and, and meet with the employees. We'll have food for them. That's you know, great, we, yeah. we really, uh, really, I make sure that uh, I come out. Mm-hmm. Major events, we use ambassadors off of our staff. I make sure that I'm out there with them, greeting our customers, explaining what's going on. So we, we really pushing on making sure that it's not we just get you in the door. We, right. want, we want you to have a rewarding career. We have training programs. Well, and you're the, to you're move the poster child up. for it. Yep. You've been here for 30 years, man. Yeah. You worked your way up to the ranks. So I was I was an entry-level structural engineer, which yeah. leads into my next area okay. of focus, which is rebuilding the system. Like many older legacy agencies, we have a $5 billion backlog. 
of assets that need to be replaced. Actually, I should say it's down to 4.6 billion. <laughs> you got some making, money, huh? Yeah. Well, we've been, yeah, we've been making progress and that's what's really, really great. You've been making progress on PTC, right? Tell uh, us about that. That's system oh, reliability. Oh boy, that's yeah. that's uh, that's a really huge accomplishment for SEPTA. Um, you know, there's not a lot of uh, railroads, freight, or or uh, commuter that have been able to get this done. We've had it uh, in place since May of 2017, everywhere on our system really? and on Amtrak. Are you the first in the nation to have that done? No, for a major we weren't. System? We weren't the first. Okay, we were right up there. Yeah, but, I would think uh, so. We're working on the interoperability piece with some of the freight carriers now, but it is such a great thing. I can't tell you the efforts of our workforce. And we had a good contractor, too, that really put us in a great position. We had a good plan. And it Who was just, it? Who was your contractor? And Saldo. Oh, now, yeah. They've been bought by Hitachi, maybe? Yes, that's right. I think so, yeah. Uh, but uh, what a great thing to have improved safety on our regional rail system for both our customers and, and our employees. Absolutely. And, you know, we've done, a, we've, we've really, uh, that's been a, a fantastic effort and a lot of, a lot, of, there's a lot more. It was a construction project, but when you look at it, it's so much of a change for so much of your organization from training to control center, to your communications and signals people, to your yeah. vehicle people that now have onboard computers. It was a lot to pull off, and our whole workforce, top to bottom, just been has been fantastic. I mean, and, and even the engineers working with the system, yeah. they had to they had to put up with a with a startup of a of a new system, and they were just just unbelievably supportive and helpful. There were a few that retired and said, "I'm sorry, I'm not yeah. <laughs> not going to run a. After a long career, I'm not going to run. A computer's not telling me how to run. Yeah. Well, but for, for the, the most for the part, person, they moved tell them over. what PTC is. Well, it basically eliminates a lot of the human error that have caused some rather tough accidents throughout right. the country over the years. So Positive it will uh, it will leave you. Uh, you're not able to speed. So. Casey Jones, He's 100 mile per hour. Casey yeah. Jones can't make up his uh, time on his on his run anymore. Your maximum authorized speed is enforced by the computer. It's also uh, if you go into an interlocking where you know signals and crossovers are. If there's a, a, a stop signal, you're not going through. If a grade crossing is down, and we know we the gates are knocked off or whatever, that train we can plug it in upstairs, and that train will come to a stop at that grade crossing, whether the engineer wants to or not. Right. So yes, there's just a, a lot of things that that are improved for safety. So that's a big effort. We've also been making great headway. We replaced a thousand foot long viaduct on the Media Elwin line almost immediately after getting that Act 89 funding. I, as a bridge engineer myself, that was. Yeah. Something that was keeping me up at night. Well, that thing, we did that real fast. We're still careful to make sure we spend the wi money wisely. We still have a backlog we're chipping away at, but there, there's there's hope and there's progress. And that's something, you know, as, a, as an engineer, that's been enormous for me. Next area, SEPT is a business. I always try to explain that it's tough. And, and you would know this, Paul. You're caught between trying to do things for the public good, generate economic development, but you're also trying to be a private business. You're somewhere between public and private entity, and that can be tough. And so I think you have to remind your employees that they want to do the best for the public that we can, and that's kind of our charge, but you gotta be do it within in the bounds of, of, of what makes sense financially. 
And so there's a lot of things that we're, you know, very careful with. And we can provide the best amount of service when we keep our operating budget under control. So right. if we don't control our costs, we'd actually have to start reducing service every year as, as certain costs go up. So we pay very close attention to ways that we can maximize revenues. I mean, we do naming deals. We've our advertising contracts, fantastic. So there's a lot of things that we do to bring money in. And then there's just reminding our employees, you know, that we've got to be a strong business. SEPTA is supported really from the legislature all the way across the state. And so it's not just making right. the region happy. You get money from the turnpike and all that, right? Eh, all over. You, you know. have a decent fare box recovery ratio? Yes, yes. And Good. But we have to keep our all those markers that people look at and everything, we have to keep them solid. And like I said, the state gives uh, a lot of support to SEPTA. So it's not just making sure the five county region thinks we're good and efficient. Right. It's got to be across the whole state. So that's SEPTA as a business. And the last one that I really, really have, it's been something that I just really felt great after becoming first deputy. I've had a passion for safety my whole career. And when I was able to get 90% of the company working for me as the deputy, I was really <laughs> able to push safety all across the company. And it's really been something that, that we've really made a, a lot of headway on. We had a program that we did with our employees called Never Too Busy for Safety. And it was, we put out in 2012, a letter from all the managers, the high, you know, general managers team and all the, the top layer of management. Hey, we want safety to permeate throughout everything that we do. And it wasn't in a response to an accident. Okay. So it was proactive. Right. That really resonated with our workforce. But you've got to back it up. You've got to spend, and we do, on safety improvements, whether it's adding uh, turn alert systems on our buses, doing positive train control. We make sure that we're taking care of the issues that cause safety concerns. And, and it's... It's really been great to see our injury rates come down, to see for our employees, and really see the focus on safety and also security. Uh, we've had a, a new chief here since 2012, and he's really, really invigorated our police force. So safety and security, I think, you know, you have to do it because it's the right thing. Right. But you know what? These days, if you don't do it well, it also affects your business. So right. there's twofold reason to take care of safety and security. And it's just enormous uh, to see all the positive. We just gave out a safety survey to our workforce. We had over 5,000 responses. And for the most part, the employees said, yes, we're going in the right direction and we support it. We see our management team really living up to what they say. And that that's just unbelievable because that means lives are being saved right. and thing, injuries are being prevented. That's something I really get excited about. That's great. So your, your five areas of customer experience, employee development, reliability, SEPTA as a business, safety and security. Sounds like you're making progress in all of them, what's next for SEPTA? What do you see is on the future horizon? There's obviously a lot going on with autonomous vehicles, with ride-sharing companies. There's a lot of energy issues as well. Okay. So you'll see us pushing into all electric buses. We have 25 coming, one of the biggest fleets for a, you know, a larger agency. From, from one manufacturer? 
Proterra. Proterra, okay, yeah. And then we're putting in a grant for 10 more from another uh, a vendor. So we're really trying to get an experience with our all-electric buses. We're always working on power issues and trying to make ourselves greener and more sustainable. We, yeah. we store the energy, breaking energy on the uh, Market Frankfurt line, then save that in big batteries and then have been able to reuse that power. So there's a lot of things that we're constantly doing to take advantage of the new technology that's out there, usually especially in, in the power world. With uh, ride sharing, we've had partnerships in the suburbs where I don't think it's really causing issues with congestion and all because I sometimes get concerned about them in, in center city region, but have had a very successful partnership looking to partner more because we're quite frankly in our commuter rail network, we're kind of low on parking. We've always been kind of one of the parking poor. So it makes sense for us there. And um, let's see, autonomous vehicles. Yeah, tell us about that. What's your thoughts well, on that? You know, I think there's always going to be a security fare collection, uh, customer service aspect, whether I, I don't necessarily see the day, at least soon, where we're going to completely get rid of people. No, no. You know, I just think there's a, a lot of things that that the operators provide beyond just getting the vehicle from point A to point B. But, you know, we have to pay attention to it. And, and certainly if it has the opportunity to improve safety, as things evolve, we'll see where it goes. But, you know, we're keeping an eye on on all that. So there's a lot of things in our business that we have to watch. We also have to watch, you know, ridership has been dropping off here and there, some of our modes. We are watching that closely. A lot of, you know, some people think it's ride sharing, and I, I think that's part of it. But also, and that tends to be off-peak. We're seeing that that impacting us the most off-peak. The peak numbers still are actually uh, doing pretty well. You really have to study where you're going right now with ridership. And, you know, there's a lot of factors. And, you know, as we doing our, our redoing our fare collection system, and it's giving us an opportunity to kind of work with how we do our fare policy. And we're looking at, at ways to make sure that our program stays strong. Having a seamless card is also really very good. I mean, yes. and you can use it like EasyPass and put money on it from your phone. There's right. a lot of things. Oh, that's great. There's a lot of opportunities there. And, and we've got to watch, too, because I think some of the trends with ridership also have to do with people working from home more. Yes, and, I agree. Yeah. you know, that's something that we're watching. So there's a lot of trends, but we're still, you look at Philadelphia and as dense, densely packed as this city is, Transit has such a, a strong future, and, and we're really working with business community, the leadership in the region, a lot of stakeholders, and really looking at what does transit need to do to keep all these great things that are going on in our region moving forward. And, and people really do get it. When you're this dense, you know, there's a reason we're called mass transit. That's, that's, that's right, how you yeah. get around. So, you know, we have a strong future and we're working to make sure that we have strong partnerships in our region to, to move forward with. That's wonderful. Well, it sounds like that your uh, customer base has a CEO that's, that their system is in good hands. Somebody who's been with the system for 30 years, coming from an engineering background, focused on safety. I can't thank you enough for sharing with us today some of your insights and for the thousands of people who listen to our program, the importance of 
working hand in glove with your employees, your frontline troops. That's something we haven't really heard a lot about in the past. So I, I'm glad you shared that today. It is a, a passion of mine and, and just something that really, really pays dividends. So even at the, I think at the upcoming uh, APTA general conference, I'm going to be uh, doing a, a, a session on how to how to really engage your employees and how to how to show them the kind of support that helps them to do their jobs better and feel appreciated. That's excellent. Jeff Knuppel, CEO of SEPTA, thanks so much for being our guest today. Thank you, Paul. You've been listening to Transit Unplugged, powered by Trapeze Group. To stay up to date, subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or join the conversation at transitunplugged.com. Thanks for listening.